Hello, and welcome to the Accountability Coach Podcast, where we discuss proven business success principles related to helping you make more money, work less, so you can enjoy even better work-life balance. And Backrack here. Today, we have a very special guest with us. Now, what if we've been given the wrong operating instructions? What if everything that you've been taught about how to set and achieve a goal is wrong? This is precisely what behavioral change expert Adele Spragan suggests, and she can prove it. Drawing on the most recent findings in brain research, along with inspiring stories of breakthroughs and triumphs from her clients, Adele will talk about how almost any obstacle can be overcome with the right operating instructions. Adele is an award-winning author of the book Shift, Four Steps to Personal Empowerment. Welcome, Adele. We really appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Anne. It's a pleasure. In your work as a change expert, you suggest that the traditional approaches to goal setting run contrary to the latest findings in brain research. Please help me understand this. Sure. So, you know, in the last 20 years, and the, the research into how our brain is actually functioning has exploded. And um, what we are finding is absolutely fascinating. For example, there is a study by John Dylan Haynes out of Max Planck Institute. And um, what he became aware of is that our brain is actually making decisions a fraction of a second before our conscious mind catches up and knows that we are going to take that action. So this is a total mind bend, right? When you really think about it, it's like all of our concepts of how to set a goal get impacted by that finding. If we're not actually choosing the actions that we're going to take, if our subconscious, our unconscious is choosing on our behalf, then is setting a goal and determining the actions to get to that goal the right thing to do? And what I have found and from from working in behavioral change, you know, for the last 30 years, is that frankly, it takes a lot of effort to go against the action that the, the brain is already moving you towards, right? So so what John and what John Dylan Haynes realized was that it's the impetus to act. So if you, you know, if we could hook your brain up to a brain scanner, for example, right, that brain scanner would be able to know the next question you're going to ask me two seconds before it pops into your head. Now, that, that's bizarre when we really get right down to it. So how do we change then our goals? Well, what we have to do is we actually have to reflect back on the actions that we've already taken and ask ourselves, did that work? And if it didn't work, then the way to take an action, a new action, is to change the patterning of the brain. Does that make sense? Rather than trying to consciously become aware of what we need to do and the steps we need to take, instead, we need to repattern the steps that the brain is already taking. So how do these findings then, how do you teach us to do that? I mean, this is mind-blowing to me. And so how do we reprogram ourselves or how do we really do that? Can you help me understand that a little bit better? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing we have to do is we have to understand what a pattern is or or better said, how we become aware that we are running a pattern. 
okay? So our brain has patterns, our brains have uh, pathways in the brain and, and electrical impulses are flowing down that pathway. And how we know that pattern is working for us or against us is by looking at first three things, okay? So a pattern is an intertwined physical sensation, emotion, and thought. When the three aspects of our being come together, they result in a particular action or a particular behavior or a particular belief, okay? So knowing that, we can start to identify those patterns by looking at our emotional reactions to what, we, what it is that we're doing. Right. So let's take an example. And what would some of your your listeners be trying to do? What goals might they be trying to set? Well, obviously, most people are always trying to make more money and Perfect. work less. Right. Yeah. OK, <laughs> great. So let's take the make more money. Right. Mostly when we think about how to make more money. The, the thing that we try and do is we try to strive to understand the steps that we need to take to make more money. So let's just take an example of that, right? Let's say that somebody is an entrepreneur and they think, oh, yeah, the way to make more money is I need to get more clients. And then the way to make more client, get more clients is to get more leads. Right? And then when I, what do I need to do? Oh, yeah, I better pick up the phone and make those phone calls and get those clients. And all of that appears to be totally, totally logical. right? But all of that is missing a really important step. And that is what is between you now and that goal. So let's let's re-look at the way that we set a goal. And instead of saying, how do I get to that goal? Instead ask, why am I not at that goal today? Now, what happens when you ask yourself that question is you'll notice that a whole bunch of beliefs start to bubble up to the surface. I don't have enough clients. That's a belief, right? I need to make phone calls. Great. Awesome. That's an action that you're not taking, and that will prevent you from making money, right? So then we look at, all right, I'm not making phone calls. Fine. Why am I not making phone calls? And there you have to dig into your emotion. What's stopping you from picking up that phone? Well, that's a really different way of looking at life, because looking at what's stopping you, you can then say, oh, yeah, all right, I'm terrified to pick up that phone, right? I'm afraid of that rejection on the other side. I don't want to hear a no. I don't think that my product is good enough that anybody's going to buy it. Perfect. All of these things we can now start to remove once we realize that this is just a pattern running in the brain and doesn't have any real uh, reality, I'll call it, out there. Is that making sense? Yeah, totally making sense. And this is actually a really perfect example, Adele, because I think so many people aren't making the calls that they need to make for a variety of reasons, but obviously rejection, limiting beliefs, you know, fear that they're going to be perceived like a salesperson, too pushy. I mean, all these things. So when you ask yourself what's really stopping you, then how do we reprogram ourselves so that we actually do pick up the phone and make calls? Yeah, brilliant. So so first step is identify. So, so the process that I teach is a four-step process. And the number one step is just to realize exactly what I what we I just directed, right? Like what's in the way? Okay, great. Once you know what's in the way, now the second step is to own it as a pattern. We are so used to looking at the world out there and thinking that the problem lies in the situation or the problem lies with another person 
right? So we'll think, oh yeah, it's, you know, I don't have money and that's because my product isn't good enough to sell, okay? Owning it as a pattern is different. We have to flip that switch and we have to say, all right, I don't, I'm not picking up the phone, but it is my pattern that is not picking up the phone. And remember, the pattern is an intertwined physical sensation, emotion, thought. So instead of trying to fix the situation out there or fix other people or even fix ourselves, like I'm not good enough, that too is a pattern. Instead, what we can say is I have a pattern that's running that says I am not good enough. Well, that's a that's a very different way of looking at the situation, right? Knowing that the pattern is in your brain and that the pattern is informing you and bringing you information that may or may not be true allows us to flip that switch. Great. So once we've done that, any questions about that before I go on to the next step? No, this is great. Loving it. All right. Awesome. So once we've done that, now the next step is to explore that pattern and pull it apart. Okay, so what I just said was a big mouthful and your readers, your listeners are not going to really understand it until I explain it. So here we have this intertwined physical sensation, emotion, thought that is running, right, that we can experience and that we can know. We don't know exactly what the answer is going to be, though. Okay, so we don't know what step we actually need to take. What we can say is my brain is taking this step and this step isn't working. So our next step is to deconstruct that pattern or pull it apart, remove the intertwining between the physical sensation, emotions, thought. And how we do that is we observe the body without judgment, independent of that thought that tends to creep in and tell us what how we are supposed to be experiencing what we are experiencing, and instead just connect to what we are actually experiencing. And I, I call this step surrender. So let me know if you have any questions about that. No, keep going. All That's right, awesome. awesome. So, you know, once we do that, now we can allow our brain to create a new pattern. Right. And it's only then that we can actually start that process of, all right, now how do I create a new pattern? And you have to be able to trust that your brain is a brilliant pattern maker. Okay. So one thing that human beings are is adaptability itself. When we think about that, that makes sense. Other animals are born with instinct and they take action based on what they already based on what their animal nature tells them to do. Our nature, though, is is very distinct from that. We are creative pattern makers. We create patterns in the world by creating patterns in the brain. Your brain has plasticity. It is constantly rewiring itself and upgrading itself and changing. Whole thing is, though, instead of that happening spontaneously, We want to make it happen systematically. We want to be able to control that rather than it just happening. So how do we know that this happens? Well, and I'm sure that every single person listening here has had experiences where their brain has repatterned itself spontaneously, such as those aha moments when you just have this flash of insight and go, oh, yeah, that's it. That's what I need to do. That is the brain repatterning right? Those creative answers that just seem to pop out of nowhere. That's the brain repatterning. All of that is always happening. We just don't know why it's happening and we haven't been educated to understand how to do it ourselves. 
So that's what I teach, how to do it yourself. This is really super interesting. Think about for a minute with me, you know how people always have the, I don't know, the expression or saying, or I don't even know where it came from. You know, it takes 21 days to change a habit. Mm-hmm. And I and I always say, you know, you can change a habit in a second. The minute you decide to, I don't think it needs to take 21 days. So as we're talking about our brain and patterns and surrendering, how do you view that perception? Absolutely. And I think that's what I was trying to say at the beginning with where we're using the wrong operating instructions, right? The reason it takes 21 days typically to change a habit is because nobody's taught us how the brain is really working. And we're trying to use our conscious mind to change something that the subconscious can change in an instant when we know how to do it. So absolutely. I mean, learning how to repattern does take time. It's, um, it takes typically six weeks for somebody to really understand the method and to apply it. But once you know it, once you know how to do it, it's a two-minute technique that's done in the privacy of your own head. It, it doesn't have to be as effortful as we have made it out to be, right? All of our goal setting and achieving and having to stay focused on the goal and taking training program after training program and all of that stuff we do in order to achieve it's just because we, we haven't been given the right operating instructions. So, yeah, I agree with you. Awesome. Let's kind of use the reverse maybe a little bit on this. So what potential problems or issues do you see amongst your clients when they use the traditional approach to goal setting and achievement? Yeah, that's a great question. Okay, so... Uh, you know, mostly when, when I start working with a client, they have been trying all the traditional approaches, right? So they will have, so first of all, they would have set a goal, right? And then typically we are taught to step to set a stretch goal. Okay, great. So, you know, how can you, how can you expand that goal? We should agree with that, right? And then you're taught, okay, now that you've set that goal, how are you going to get to that goal? And you're you're taught to look at all the different steps. And then, okay, now you're not taking the actions you need to take. So, and let's look at your mindset. There's something off with your mindset, right? And so we start looking at our mindset. And finally, we are left just saying, okay, there's something wrong with me. That is the typical approach. And mostly when when clients come to me, they're at the point where they have tried everything. They have done all the training and they're going, all right, there's something wrong with me. Okay, so we need to erase all of this. So, you know, what I suggest is, all right, set a goal. Now, what uh, what is in the way of that goal? Like I was saying before, what are the behaviors? What are the actions? What are the beliefs? What are you not doing that you need to be doing? Then we're going to remove that. Right. So. You know, here's an interesting fact. The purpose of setting a goal is not actually to get to that goal. The purpose of setting a goal is to understand what's in our way of us achieving that goal. Okay? Totally different way of looking at life again, right? Because once we can remove what's in the way, let me give you an example from one of my clients. You know, she she has a goal of becoming a millionaire. And so she started looking at all of her beliefs that are in the way of her being a millionaire, all of her actions that she's not taking, right? As she starts to remove that, she realizes that being a millionaire is really not what she wants. What she wants is to be acknowledged. What she wants is to feel good enough. A millionaire is kind of like a band-aid 
that the conscious mind tells her will allow her to feel that way. But when she can just remove everything that's in her way, then she can stop striving in the wrong direction, right? which is after money, and start to acknowledge, yeah, like I am good enough, because her patterns, her current patterns, her new patterns, upgraded patterns, I should say, tell her that she doesn't need that in order to know that she's good enough. Now, at that point, she starts making money easily. Is she going to be a millionaire? Well, frankly, she doesn't know and she doesn't care. As long as she's got enough to take care of her, then the million dollar price tag that she was putting on her self-worth just disappears. Yeah, I view it as, I mean, the money is just a measurement. It's really what you're doing to get the money. Yeah, so, yeah. We can try and um, compromise with our patterns and say, okay, so you want to make a million and that's great. So how are we going to make that okay for you to make a million, right? And here's one way, you know, we're going to look at all the different impacts that you're going to have. But I suggest that when we just remove the patterns, then, you know, if it will bring you happiness to make a million, then yes, you will be making a million because your subconscious wants everything that you want. Your subconscious is actually trying to get you to thrive and it's trying its best to get you to your goals. Okay, so why then do we have these messages that I'm not good enough for the bubble up from the unconscious? Why do we have fears and self-doubts? Well, I suggest that all of that is just our messenger. So we have an internal guide that does not speak English. Right? And that internal guide is the unconscious that is always trying to tell you when you're running a pattern that is in need of an upgrade. And basically how it works is it keeps knocking on the door. So if you're trying to take an action that you don't yet have a pattern in your pattern box to take that action, the unconscious will let you know by making you feel horrible. It will let you know by making you feel anxious, afraid, confused, overwhelmed, um, you know, all those other things that we experience. And, and all it's saying is, hey, knock, knock, you're in need of an upgrade. You're, the pattern that you're trying to use is not going to take you in that direction. Great. So we remove the old pattern that is obsolete now that was created in our past. And then we upgrade that pattern. And now that pattern will take you in that direction and it does so effortlessly and it does so with all the things that we are striving to be such as that positive mindset that we're looking for and that gratitude that, that we tend to look for in life those are all natural innate states when we are running the right pattern so adele what would be generally speaking your process for six weeks to help us really reprogram ourselves so that I think you said it only takes a few minutes once you learn all of these things. What's the process for the six weeks for us to really get our mindset right, surrender, <laughs> yeah. erase all the other things so that yeah. we know how to do this? Yeah, perfect. So, you know, I've already gone through the four steps. That's taught over four weeks. But there is something else that I do teach in my programs, which is really important to know, is that Patterns like to keep us safe. All right, here, here's an interesting fact. There is one thing that every human being on this planet fears. Can you guess what it might be? No, not sure. Okay, it's the unknown. 
right? It's the one place that all of us try to avoid being in. We want to know. We want to feel like we're in control. But think about it. If we've got an old pattern, the first thing we have to do is remove it. And once we remove it, for a fraction of a second, we are in the unknown. And so getting us into that space of being comfortable in the unknown is a really important step in the process, right? Also, knowing what the mind will do in order to trap us in an old pattern is also important to know. So, you know, there, there are four things that the mind will kick up when it, when it doesn't want us to be in the unknown. And that is it will try and justify the action that we're currently taking. It will analyze, it will overthink, it will catastrophize, it will make things bigger and worse than they need to be, or it will rebel. And when we're in one of those four traps, it stops us from being in the unknown, from, from letting go of the old pattern so that a new pattern can come into play. So that's why this, this is a six-week process. We've got to go somewhere where most people fear to go, right? And then we have to know when we're not there. And those two additional steps are really important to the four-step process. Okay, this is this is really exciting. So, because there are so many people, I mean, going back to the example, at least of my clients, where we were talking about, hey, to get a client, we have to pick up the phone and make calls. If they could just reprogram their mindset to a way that it's easy for them to pick up the phone and make calls. Whew, imagine yeah. what would be possible for them. Yeah, you got it. Exactly. Right. Uh, when there's no fear in the way, when there's no confusion in the way, when you're just picking up that phone, then just think like, how far can you go? Wow. It's unlimited. It really is. And and that's just that's just the one thing, the major thing, at least for a lot of my clients, is just picking up that phone with. Yeah, you're right. You fear the unknown. I don't know how they're going to react. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know what's going to happen or, you know, it's just all that fear and limiting belief that they just hold so dear that once they release that and reprogram themselves, now the opportunities are unbelievable. Right. Exactly. Oh, exactly. that's great. Yeah. So so what is the best way for people to either get acclimated to your process or get your book, Shift Four Steps to Personal Empowerment? What would you recommend people do to learn more about this so they can apply it? Well, I would love I, I gift my book for free. All I ask that people is pay shipping, uh, shipping and handling. But certainly if any of your if any of your audience are readers and they would like the book, they are welcome to it. So that can be found at www.shift, S-H-I-F-T, number four, steps.com, S-T-E-P-S. So that's shift4steps.com. And also on that same website, they are welcome to join my training program and pay at the end of the month. So they're welcome to come in try it out, see if it's for them. And if it is, great. Uh, so both of those buttons, both of those opportunities are in the same website. And yeah, I mean, I'm here just to spread the word about repatterning. I'm here to help people to get free of the anxiety and the fears and the self-doubts and the confusion that stop us because it's all totally unnecessary. 
that's just so great. I just love this. So they have a place to go. Shift the number four steps dot com and pick up a copy of Adele's book. Join her program, whatever it takes for you to reprogram and repattern your brain so you get the outcomes that you're looking for. I'm very excited to be able to share all this great information that you have brought us today and so much more that I'm sure they'll learn from reading your book or being as part of your program. Any last words or parting comments that you'd like to make? Yeah, you know, one thing that one thing that really happens as we start to repattern is we really start to love ourselves, frankly, you know. We're so used to beating ourselves up. I like to say, Anne, that we swim in a world of blame and shame because we haven't understood how patterns work. If any of your audience needs some more self-love, self-forgiveness, just comfort inside the self, then repatterning is the easiest way I have found to achieve that. So if that helps, I would love to be of service. Awesome. Well, thanks again for sharing your very valuable time with us. Yes. Well, my hope for our time together with Adele is that you got value and an idea or two that will help you be even more successful professionally and personally. Feel free to share my podcast with others as they can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And of course, at accountabilitycoach.com. If you'd like to get a short daily fix from me, Subscribe to the Accountability Minute, which also can be found at accountabilitycoach.com and on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And always remember to aim for what you want each and every day. Until next time, make it a great day today and every day. Thanks for listening. And oh, by the way, if you give value from any of my podcasts, please take a moment to leave me a rating and review. I'd really appreciate it and love to hear from you.